Here is a warning. The following programme may include words which are offensive to those of a mild disposition. The language is not subject to the usual strict censorship of the BBC, and some may be embarrassed by its vulgarity. Words like bum, for example, are quite common, or willy, I think, crops up more than once. <laughs> Big jobs are mentioned on one occasion, and the term pisspot is banded about quite freely. But if you're not offended by this sort of language, then we invite you to stay and listen now to Alistair Cook's Letter from America. <laughs> But for those who would prefer something a little more sophisticated, on VHF and Longwave now, it's time to join Radio Active. This is Mike Flex welcoming you to Probe, our regular analysis programme, which today finds out how things work here at Radio Active as we take a look round the back of the station. Radio Active's programme the back. Yes, indeed, and... <laughs> These are some of the things you'll be hearing. Sir Norman Tonsil in his office. An adapter in the canteen. Uncle Mike Stan in the gentlemen's toilets. Nigel Pry in the ladies' toilets. And Mike Channel on the air in the broom cupboard. Well, an integral part of any station like ours is, of course, the record library. And I'm here amid all the discs with our storekeeper, Jack Porter. Oh, now, Jack, uh, perhaps you'd like to tell us a bit about what you do down here. Yes, well, these records are filed in alphabetical order with cross-references under musical categories, and so if a disc jockey, uh, or yourself, Mike, <laughs> gets, uh, <laughs> gets a request for a particular record during his show, as he often does, he can dash down here and I can locate it instantly for him. Great. Well, uh, maybe we could try that now. Certainly, yes. Ask me for any record. Uh, all right. Uh, Rod Stewart sailing. All right. Yeah, we'll have that one, certainly. Rod Stewart sailing. Good. Uh, who's it by? <laughs> no, it's by Rod Stewart. Oh, it's by Rob Stewart. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, we got a lot of Rob Stewart. <laughs> Here it is. It's Rod Stewart, actually. Rod. Here's us calling him Rob. <laughs> Super. Well, uh, if you'd like to put it on the turntable, Jack. The turn... Uh, turn the record player. Oh, yeah. And uh, <laughs> on behalf of all the DJs, I'd like to take this opportunity of uh, thanking you for all the work you do to make our job easier. Jack, many thanks for talking to it's us. It's a pleasure, Mike. And here's uh, Rod Stewart with Sailing. <laughs> well, the Radioactive Current Affairs Department certainly spare no expense in their search for information. Uh, and their crack squad of news-hungry reporters will go anywhere in the world to bring you the stories that really matter. And that means talking to the people that really matter. President Reagan, I I'd like to begin by asking you how you think the special relationship between Great Britain and the USA will develop as we move towards the 21st century, <coughs> excuse me, uh, with particular reference to defence, which I know is uh, uppermost in the minds of most of us at this moment in... Oh, look, hello, Ron. Ron, look, I've run out of ten, please. Uh, do you think you could bring me back? Radioactive. Probe round the back. Well, uh, someone who, despite this late hour, is still at work here in his office is our very own programme planner, Mr William Nutz. Hello there. Yes. Now, Mr Nutz, uh, how crucial is the programme schedule to our station? Well, very crucial, which is why we depend so heavily on research to tell us when to put out which programme so as to gain maximum listenership. Listenership. That's, uh, that's an interesting word. <laughs> yes, it comes from the Latin listener, which means uh, someone who tunes into a radio station, <laughs> and ship. What does that mean? Uh, ship is a big boat sort of thing, isn't it? <laughs> yes, right. Well, uh, our programme planning is uh, subject to a certain amount of controversy, isn't it? Is it? 
Well, uh, just taking one program at random, our uh, Sunday service, for example, is broadcast at four o'clock in the morning. Yes. <laughs> On Mondays. <laughs> yes, absolutely. You see, research shows that 76% of people who attend church services these days do so at four o'clock on a Monday morning. Do they? Oh, yes. All right, well, if we accept that for the time being, uh, how do you justify putting out a book at bedtime every day at one o'clock in the afternoon? Well, the majority of people, uh, over 94%, in fact, go to bed between one o'clock and 3.30 in the afternoon. Research again? Yes, indeed, statistically proven. Yes. Um, yes. How reliable is this research, do you think? Faultless, I would say. Some of the most dedicated and brilliant mathematicians in Australia today. <laughs> Australia. Yes, yes, a fine country, prosperous and resourceful. And ten hours ahead of us. I'm sorry? Their clock is ten hours ahead of us. <laughs> a bugger, yes, you may have a point there. <laughs> Feeling good, thank God I'm alive. Listening to Radio Okay, well, uh, let's uh, just take a little look at uh, exactly what is going on in some of the other radioactive rooms. Hi, Julie. Hi, Mike. Now, you're one of the typists, right? That's right, Mike. And you type things, right? Yeah, that's right, Mike. And over here is Sue, right? Yeah. And you're another typist, right? Yeah, that's right, Mike. And you both type together, right? Yeah, that's right, Mike. So, all in all, you're two typists who type together for us. Yeah, that's right, Mike. So, that's just one of the things that uh, goes on behind the scenes here at Radioactive. Uh, Fiona, what do you do? I'm a typist. Uh, you type different things from Sue and Julie? No. You all type the same things? Yeah, that's right, Mike. Okay. <laughs> well, that's just a few more of the things that go on behind the scenes here at Radioactive. Now, here's someone else who works hard for us uh, behind the scenes, Zoe, right? Yeah, that's right, Mike. And um, what are you up to? Oh, about five, seven with heels. <laughs> <laughs> right, and you're a... Uh, typist. You work with Sue, Julie, and Fiona, right, Zoe? Right, Mike. And that's good, right? Right, Mike. Right, okay. And what are you up to again, Zoe? Uh, and how tall are you? I'm a typist. What do you weigh? That's right, Mike. Okay, so there's just <laughs> that five seven typist with heels on get up to behind the scenes here at Radioactive. Radioactive's program the back. We have to go over to the Radioactive News Department for a police message where we join Pamela Johnson. Hello, Mike. Um, well, we've, we've just had a message in from Scotland Yard, which they have asked us to read out on the air in the hope that it might help in, in some... Shut up! <laughs> Thank you. Um, in South Croydon today, a bank was raided by four masked men who made off with over £30,000 in a red Ford Escort. Uh, please are asking for anyone who did this to please give themselves up. <laughs> well, Mike Channel has just gone off to get ready for his show, so this is Mike Flex over in the station's administration block. Now, not many people realise that a great deal of work actually goes into our shows. And everything that we broadcast has to go through a vigorous vetting process. That's out. What? And that. Oh, no. no I'm no. sorry, that's oh, out as well. You can't say that. No, but it's vital. This is my no, best bit as well. No, that is out. And that, and that, and that, and that. Right, oh. that's it. All right, all right. So we just say, uh, uh, sunny with occasional showers. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now let's see what's going on in here. Well, here's Tom and Barbara. And you're both in production at the moment, that's right, Barbara. Uh, yes, yes. Well, obviously that's right. Now, Barbara, I believe you used to work for the other side. Uh, how does this compare? Uh, harder, okay. harder. I see. Much harder. Really, that's very interesting. Now, just down here is the office of our distinguished chairman, Sir Norman Tonsil, who has done so much to make everyone in the station 
feel part of one big happy family. No, you can't possibly have the afternoon off. Well, if you feel that you must be there, I suggest you bury your mother outside company time. <laughs> oh, hello. Hello, Sir Norman. Um, I've just been describing the friendly atmosphere in the station. Uh, yes, indeed. And, uh, of course, I think that friendly atmosphere comes across to the public. There are a couple of children in the foyer looking for autographs, Sir Norman. Well, don't bother me with it. Just call the police, as usual. Uh, sorry about that. Yes, the uh, station occupies most of my efforts, but I do have time for one or two outside interests, uh, particularly raising money for good causes. Hello? Well, tell the parents that if they don't pay up by six o'clock, you'll send them his ear in a box. <laughs> of course, like everyone else at the moment, we're having to tighten our belts. Uh, I, myself, am cutting out the hire car that takes me from my office to my lift. And I'm knocking a naught off the end of my salary and uh, putting it in the middle. <laughs> yes? Well, how big's his ear? Well, try a cornflake packet, then. <laughs> I understand that both your sons work here. Uh, that's right, yes. Uh -huh. uh, Gerald is uh, head of carpets, and Tarquin is assistant to the superintendent of the downstairs toilet. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, don't run away with the idea that it's just jobs for the boys. No? No, I've got my wife and daughter jobs here, too. Radioactive. Probe round the back. An adapter here, and the Mike Channel show is about to start, and here in the cubicle is our engineer, Eric Alcock, the man responsible for making sure everything goes smoothly. Oh, sorry, I'm just getting the jingles ready to play into the show. And what jingles are you using, Eric? Oh, all sorts. Jingles mm -hmm. for the weather forecast, the traffic news, I don't jingles. And you play them in live? Certainly do. Well, a very skilled job there. <laughs> the show's about to start, so let's see how it all comes together. Hello, it's a sunny Monday here on Radioactive, and my name is... Traffic News! Uh, Mike Channel. Traffic News will, of course, be coming up later in the show, but straight off today, here's our first record. Uh, yes, indeed, uh, Radioactive uh, here, and I'm Mike Channel, uh, which, of course, uh, brings you the best sounds around, and... Traffic News! And, of course, good old uh, traffic news. But uh, straight off today, here is our first record. Mike Channel. Uh, Mike Channel here, and... Mike Flex. Uh, Mike Flex will be here later on, but now... Mike Stand. Uh, Mike Stand was on earlier, but now... Simon Bates. <laughs> Simon Bates is on Radio 1, but right now on the Mike Channel show here on Radioactive, we have today's first record, that great hit of the 70s, it's... Commercial Time. <laughs> From Paris, France, we present the sensational pianist Richard Connorman, playing some of the world's greatest classical hits, like Grieg's Piano Concerto. of Beethoven, including his Fifth Symphony. <laughs> and his piano favorite, the Furaliza. <laughs> Once you've heard this record, you'll never be able to forget it. The magic of Richard Kahneman. And remember, this album isn't available in the shops. Nor is it available by mail order. <laughs> no, you can only obtain it from me, personally. Uh, honest Ron's, keys cut while you're waiting, no questions asked, shop. Just round the back at a YMCA. Honest Ron, honest Ron, the others are a con. Honest. Hello. I'm a warm, reassuring voice. 
A family voice. You probably recognise it from some of the many voiceovers I do for adverts. And you buy the products because I sound so warm and reassuring. You probably think that you're buying me. Warm and reassuring. Well, now, you can buy me. Phone me on 235-1982 and I'll come round and bonk you rigid for £50. With doing the lunchtime show, I'm one of the few who have the opportunity of eating lunch here in the radioactive canteen every day. And here with me now is our cook, Julian. Hello. Now, one meal I'm never up in time for here is breakfast, and I believe it's a bit of a speciality of the house. Uh, yes, well, there's a wide selection of breakfasts to choose from. Uh, there's the continental breakfast. What's that? Uh, that's three slices of toast and a cup of coffee. Yes, well, uh, what else is there? Uh, there's a Scottish breakfast. Mm, that's porridge and kippers, that sort of thing, is it? Uh, no, that's one slice of toast and half a cup of coffee. <laughs> I see. And then is the American breakfast. Oh, what's that? Cornflakes. Do you get anything else with it? Uh, yes, you get a choice of milk or sugar. Lovely. And what about the traditional English breakfast? Oh, yes. Well, that's uh, bacon, uh, fried eggs, two sausages, tomatoes, mushrooms, fried bread and kidneys. Mmm, that sounds more like it. Yeah, there's only one rule we have about the traditional English breakfast. Yes? Uh, if you have it one day, you've got to let someone else have it the next. Radio well, I'm currently standing in what's known as Radioactive's Studio 4B with our editor, Malcolm Watts. Malcolm, Hello. what does uh, editing involve exactly? Well, I suppose the best way to show you is to play an unedited version of this speech I'm working on and then the final version so you can see how the editing helps it. OK. Firstly, I am personally convinced that this government's immigration policy is crass and retarded. And anything they do, I say now, should be subject to the utmost scepticism and hopefully ignored. For example, in reality, I am sure the rights of a black man and woman with a large family are not properly guarded. I am driven mad by politicians and the like who believe such people should be simply regarded as a family of social outcasts and deported at the earliest opportunity. Get rid of racism and believe me, the world will be a better place. OK, Malcolm. Let's hear the edited version now. Firstly, I am personally crass and retarded, and anything I say should be subject to the utmost scepticism and hopefully ignored. For example, in reality, I am a black woman with a large family. I am mad. I should be regarded as a social outcast and deported at the earliest opportunity. Get rid of me. The world will be a better place. <laughs> Back. Well, the sterling work of our engineers shown to its fullest there, and of course uh, all the programmes here on Radioactive are recorded as they go out by our engineers on enormous reels of tape, uh, which are stored down in the very bowels of the Radioactive basement. And thumbing through the archives right now is Uncle Mike Stand. Hello, Mike. Hi, Mike. Well, I'm down here in the Radioactive basement thumbing through the archives. Uh, yes, I just told them that, Mike. <laughs> well, I I've just found your first broadcast here, Mike. What? And it's a phone-in programme, if you remember, so here it is. Uh, well, I'm not sure we've got it is already through. Uh, hello, how can we help? Hello, Graham. Uh, no, Mike Channel here. Uh, can I speak to Graham, please? Uh, this is Mike Channel and the radioactive doctor here looking at some of your problems, and you're on the air right now. Oh. Uh, can you give Graham a message, then? <laughs> uh, right, thanks for your call. Uh, let's move on to someone else. Uh, next on the line is Peter Badbury. OK, go ahead, Peter. Right. Um, is Graham near? 
What? <laughs> Sorry, Graham. This is Mike Channel on Radioactive. Yeah, well, could I leave a message for him? I'm afraid there's no Graham here. Uh, I clearly seem to be getting some uh, cross lines here, so let's take our final call before the break, and let's hope it's someone we can be of help to on Radioactive's problem phone-in. Hello. Hello. How can we help? It's Graham here. Have there been any messages for me? <laughs> Radioactive. A chance now to hear some of our very own homegrown drama because the actors are all raring to go in another absolutely live edition of our exciting drama serial. We present Turn Over the Page. We present The Murder of Jane Llewellyn Jones, Episode 2. Following the discovery of a horribly mutilated and unrecognisable corpse, Inspector Jefferson and Sergeant Black pay a visit to Mr. Reuben Goldberg, a cobbler, one of whose handmade boots has been found by the side of the horribly mutilated and unrecognisable corpse. Yes? 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 Mr. Reuben Goldberg? Yes? Hello, I'm Sergeant Black and I'm Inspector Jefferson. Uh, hello, I'm Sergeant Black. And I'm Inspector Jefferson. Oi, vey, now how can a poor Jewish cobbler be of assistance to the police already? I want you to look at this. Well, it's an unusually big one. <laughs> yes, it's one of my handmade boots. Well? Well, it's an unusually big one. Have you any idea who you sold it to? I'll just check in my notebook. No, nothing here unless it was in my other book. That I just burned yesterday away already. You think he's acting strangely, Inspector? Mr. Goldberg, I must ask you to tell me who bought this boot. I can't, I can't in my life. <laughs> then tell me who bought the other boot that goes with it. Oh, Dr. Alistair McGregor of Edinburgh. Ah-ha! 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 All right, Sergeant. Right now. Right now for Dr. McGregor. Dr. McGregor? No, he lives in Scotland. Right. <laughs> that was episode two of The Murder of Jane Flewellen Jones. Listen next week to... Episode three. Well, uh, I'm in the office of the station supervisor, Hello. Mr. Gareth Davis. Hello there. Hello. Um, yes, I, I think of all the lads in the station as one big rugby team, you see. <laughs> here are the disc jockeys, if you like, in the scrum. Then here's the producer in the scrum half position, putting the ball or record, if you like, into the scrum. They heel it back and it goes out along the three quarters to the listeners who touch down just under the post. And that's how programmes get made, you see. <laughs> Is it? Well, I don't know. I'm only interested in rugby. <laughs> ah. <laughs> but, but it's like a game, isn't it? What is? Rugby. <laughs> uh, let's go over and join someone else very quickly. Hi, this is Mike Flex, and uh, I'm preparing today's competition. And uh, what I'm doing today in the competition is playing around with a well-known piece of music, and the listeners have to then guess what it is. And today, we're using this. Penny Lane, there is a barber showing photographs. 
Now, what we do is record it backwards. We then put the first half after the second half. We then put the start of the new first half at the end. We put the middle eight of the first half after the end of the opening of the second half. We put the opening bars at the end, the end bars at the start. We copy it backwards again, and now they have to guess what this is. Penny Radioactives. Probe round the back. Well, I'm now with a man who is a great expert in his field, a man with a formidable musical knowledge. Our head of music, Heinz Klomper. Yeah, we have a great variety of music here, from rock to roll, and from classical to, um, from classical to, um, um, what do they call it? Uh, call what? Uh, you know, when someone keeps standing up and blowing his wudget. A uh, cold? Uh, uh, no, you know, that music where one man, he is always standing up to blow his wudget, and there is always another man bashing the big violin about. The big violin? Yeah, the one that they hold upside down and goes... Double bass. Yeah, yeah. There's always a double bass on the man who keeps standing up blowing a... A trumpet. A trumpet, yeah. What's that music called? Jazz. Jazz. That's a very good word for that. We'll use that. Mr. Klomper, do you come from a musical family Oh, indeed, yeah. My father was a band in Vienna. Your father played in a band in Vienna? No, he was banned in Vienna. He was banned from playing, you see, so he took his Heidi Mitzi Trudehorn to England. Uh, that was his instrument? No, that was my mother. She was a great music lover. And what about your own musical taste? Ah, yeah, yeah. My favourite song is the one that goes... That's the one. I love that song. The drums go boom, boom, boom. And the voices go blah, blah, blah. And the singing go plonk, go plonk, go plonk. Well... Let's, uh, let's hear some music while we're listening to this. It's Sexist Midnight Runners. Molly, girl, I must confess I want to take off your dress And your rhyme panties too They look so much better on you Come on, Molly, be a sport I love the chauvinistic torch I would never kiss and tell So take your courses Well, 
we're constantly updating the radioactive sound effects library. In fact, we have an engineer employed full-time to go around the country recording new and exciting effects. And here is one he was particularly proud of, recorded using a binaural microphone and a scroposcopic recorder. It was only captured after weeks of patient waiting on location. <laughs> Moving next door, I believe that they are recording some of the jingles that you can hear throughout the day here on Radioactive. Right, so let's try the big one jingle, all right. The Radioactive, it's the big one. Lots of power and voice. Radioactive, it's the big one. Okay, go. Radio is the big one. Radioactive is the big one. It's the big one. It's the big one. No, make it bigger. You're trying to say it's the best radio station in the world. It's the big one. Yeah. It's the big one. No, it's big one. No, it's big one. <laughs> Give me a big one. Give me a big one. No, look, stop, stop. It's the big one. Right, that's it. You're fired. You and the rest of you. I'll get someone else with a bit of bounce and vitality to sing the jingles. Anyone. Ian MacDonald. Now get out. <laughs> Very nearly the end of our day at Radioactive, and everyone hoping to enjoy a last relaxing drink being bought for them now by our ever-eloquent reporter, Nigel Pry. Yes, sir? Do a bit of pints and vodka, a tonic. Yes, ice, yes, lemon. I'm sorry? Sorry, yes, go again too fast, so once more the order. Uh, two bitter vodka, lemon, ice, yes, pints, yes, tonic. I'm sorry, sir? Uh, sorry, yes, you, uh, yes, me. Uh, so again now, uh, two bitter lemons. Uh, two uh, bitter lemons, uh, yes. Uh, uh, no, uh, one lemon, uh, slice of lemon, two bitter pints, uh, vodka, tonic, ice, yes. Uh, no, no. Uh, no, no, uh, so from, from top again. Vodka, lemon, tonic, ice. Oh, vodka and tonic with lemon and ice, yes. Uh, no, um... No? Uh, no, sorry, me, my, mine the fault is. Uh, tomato juice. Uh, tomato juice, yes. Uh, uh, no, no. No, no, uh, no. No, no, no. Tomato in vodka. Uh, no, tonic. Oh, yeah, yes, tomato. So again, here come with two, uh, one Bloody Marys, uh, one bitter, two bitter, three blo Bloody lemons, ice vodka and a pork scratching. Uh, no, nuts. Roast nuts. Uh, two merry scratching. Uh, one bitter nut. Two bloody roast pork. Yes. I, no, lemon. Um, no, hang on. One bloody nut. Time, gentlemen, please. Radioactive was performed by Helen Atkinson-Wood, Angus Deaton, Jeffrey Perkins, Philip Pope and Michael Fenton-Stevens. Music was by Philip Pope, Steve Brown and Keith McCulloch and the programme was written by Angus Deaton and Geoffrey Perkins with additional material from John Cantor, Murray Hunter and John Doherty. The producer was Jamie Ricks. Well, that uh, brings to the end uh, the guided tour here of Radioactive. Uh, with the time just coming up to half past, it's time for me, Mike Channel, to hand over to Mike Flex for the afternoon show. Hi, Mike. Hi, Mike. What have you got lined up for us today, Mike? Well, Mike, today I've got a very special show with uh -huh. some great music, some oldies, some newies, a few gags, a couple of quizzes, the answer to last week's quiz, and a few funny phone-ins. Just the usual, then, Mike. <laughs> That's right. Exactly the same as every other day of the year. That's right, Mike. <laughs> well, sounds great. Looking forward to that. Better let you get on with it. Yep. Right. Well... <laughs> Great, okay then, Mike. Fine, Mike. Time to go then? Yep. Okay, Mike, better be off. Great, Mike. Have a good show? Yes, thanks. See you. Bye. <laughs> well, thanks, Mike. Uh, now on with the show, I'm Mike Channel. <laughs> uh, hang on, wait a minute, Mike. Yes, Mike? Uh, I think we got a bit mixed up. Oh, yes, yeah, sorry, I'm supposed to stay and you're supposed to go, right? Uh, right, Mike. Okay, <laughs> cheers, sorry about that. <laughs>